The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds, 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It's 0600. What's the O stand for? Oh my God, it's early. Thompson. Ginobili the other way in transition to the oh, with a left hand oh. slam. I want some nasty. Rudy J. Cowboys win. How else would you settle this game? How about this, Cowboys? Begin each day as if it were on purpose. I wake up in the morning, I piss excellent. R and R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. It's R and R in the morning, coming at you like a Dak Prescott striped suit. That thing is terrible. Look like a Dick Tracy villain. Hey, UTSA had a tough one on Friday. Army came into town and executed precisely, and the game went south. Let's talk about what happened and what's coming as Tennessee's around the point bound the bend. Head coach of your UTSA Roadrunners, Jeff Trailer, joins us for his regular morning coach. Good morning, morning coach. How's practice this morning? How's the, how's the day looking? Um, we don't practice today. Today's there. They have one day off uh, by the NCAA rules. So we're in <laughs> class today, and uh, we'll get rolling tomorrow. We're game planning for Tennessee right now. Well, win, win or loss, coach. When when do you, when is it when is that over? Is that over Saturday? Is that I mean is that over when y'all get back to practice tomorrow? Like well, how how long do you let anything muster whether you win or lose? Well, they're all different. Um, you know, <clears throat> this one was when the game was over. I really thought we didn't play hard. Mm. Uh, then after watching the video, we played extremely hard. I mean, our kids gave unbelievable effort. Uh, Army played literally the most perfect ball game I've ever seen. Um, we we could not get a break. I know everybody says you got to make your breaks, and uh, you know it was frustrating. I mean, again, we didn't call the turnover. Our defense has been the strength of our team this right. entire year. You know, game one it went about like I thought it would. Uh, we struggled offensively, but we played really good defense. Game two, we got better offensively, got way better than special teams. Mm-hmm. Our defense dominated again. Game three, way better than special teams, way better than our offense, and then our defense. Just we could not get them off the field, and but it was not lack of effort. It was miscommunication in the back. Um, they had a great scheme, probably seventy five percent of that offense we'd never seen before. They kept it under their. They didn't show it against their first two teams. They played two mm-hmm. really bad opponents to start the year out, so they didn't show three fourths of that offense. So my kids were almost blind out there, and mm-hmm. their head coach was just as blind. Honestly, I mean, we just we had, we had not seen. A lot of that stuff, so we were not prepared, and that's on me. Coach Trailer joining us here on San Antonio Sports Star. Coach, I, look, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to take anything away from Army, and I know the first thing you said in your post game, you gave them all the credit. Um, in football, though, Coach, football, not one penalty, not one. That not a again. I'm not trying to make excuses for you, Coach. I know we don't do that, and we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna stick to how you roll with your team. But not one penalty seems a little bit strange to me in a, in a football game that physical. Again, just how perfect they were. They had 68 running plays. They used two tight ends. That's seven blockers. They also used their running back to block their quarterback most of the night. That's eight blockers. So they had 68 times eight. They had over 500 opportunities to have an infraction. 
and they did not hold us one time the entire ball game in 500 snaps. That's how amazing Army was Friday night. Oh, we could call it amazing for a couple of things, and maybe it was Army, and maybe it was the lack of uh, yeah, uh, vision. Uh, I, I hear you, that's, though, Coach. That's I hear you. The, the, you know, blaming refs is the realm yeah. of losers, so we're not going to go there. But uh, given the situation, you knew what Army was going to be like. What was different from that offense? I, I, I can tell you, I've never seen a shotgun triple option before, so you know they certainly hid some things there. But what was it about the speed or the or their execution that was surprising? Because this isn't anything new for Army. Um. Yeah, it is. It was all new in a way. I mean, it was not underneath the center. It was not the fullback, the traps. Wow. It was. Uh, it was way more just like, it, like for example, when they would get in the wing tight end set with the sniffer and have the. What's a sniffer, real quick? Hit. Tell me. Tell. I don't know what that is. In, in between the tight end, um, almost, it's like a wing, but he's moved inside the tight. Gotcha. End, gotcha. Uh, like a sniffer back. And then they had the number 33 at the tailback who weighs 275 pounds, lead blocking <laughs> right. that, that, that spot there. They kept exposing us to. And the more people we put there, and our kids really battled. I mean, I really felt like they didn't. The plays that killed us, though, were not that. It was even the pass interference when we had them on fourth and seven. Right. We just flipped the momentum. They go double pass. Great call. And we bite on it. Then they run four verticals out of a shotgun spread set. We bust the call again, which we've not done the entire year. We execute the onside kick. We blocked him about a half an inch too soon. It was the call was correct. Third down and one, we don't execute on for the first down. Fourth down and one, we jump off sides. Now it's fourth down and six. We just all year long, we cannot put all three phases together, and it's just frustrating. And it's on the head coach. It's nobody but me, and we just got to get that crud fixed. Yeah, Coach, I, I understand – like, help me take me behind the scenes on how the week went because, again, I get it. It's on ESPN. But was it different playing a game on Friday night for y'all just as far as everything it as a whole? It felt weird. Well, what, what's been tough, and nobody wants to hear this stuff now, the Houston game's almost a rivalry game now, right? Yes, absolutely. You start the year, you start the game off, the year off with a rivalry game. Then you have a real rivalry game where G.J. just beat Baylor and he's got those guys playing crazy right now. So we've given an, another amazing effort. Two weeks in a row now. And then you get the Army, who right. has a hate on for us for last year's overtime. That's right. You beat the Army, which nobody does. So you, you could – and now we get Tennessee. And it, and it sounds like you listen to me right now, you're like, golly, this guy is the ultimate whiner. I'm just trying to put you – you ask the question, I'm trying to put you in yeah. where my kids are right now. It's really hard to come back during that short week and be that physical again in practice, or you won't have a team to put on the field. Great point. And, and I really thought when the game was over, Rudy, we didn't show up. But then I watched the video, and that's a lie. It, it, it's a straight lie. I, I mean, I didn't go to bed before that morning. I watched the game twice, or I went to sleep because I just couldn't sleep. Our kids gave amazing effort. We just hit, we cannot make the play right now in the moment. Mm. Where Historically, we've done that. Now, we've started off rough before. Nobody wants to believe that. My first year here, we lost three games in a row. Mm-hmm. Last year, one and two. We were everybody thought we were done again. Our kids won't go away. I don't know what our record is going to be, but we're going to fight our tails off to come out of this thing. I can promise you that. Now, but it glass half full. You, this is what you want before conference. If, if well, I would agree, except for the injuries, not having my quarterback, my center, my right guard, my right tackle, and, and arguably my best wide receiver. Yes. How much better are we really getting? 
you know, and I, and the guys that were playing are playing their tails off. And as a group, we have improved three weeks in a row on special teams and on offense. Our defense is the best part of our team. We did take one step backwards last week. Um, so, yes, you are correct. I am a little concerned the moving pieces so much. Uh, but Eddie Lee came in there and played his tail off. Our young receivers are playing their tails off. Our young linemen came out there and played their tails off. We did enough offensively. We just didn't do – we, we, let me rephrase that. I'm sorry, Rudy. We did better offensively. We did not do enough to win the game, but it's frustrating. Well, Coach, let's talk about your offense because Eddie Lee stepped in 17 to 25, 243 touchdowns, no interceptions, seven receivers found that he pinpointed. I, I think Eddie Lee showed a lot. Now, tell me the difference between him and Frank Harris and how you call the game between the two different quarterbacks. Well, one, Frank started, I think, 44, 46 games. There's a lot more just game readiness. Uh, that was Eddie's first start. And for his first start, you know, he was very impressive. Uh, and he's got a, a big time arm, right? He can really throw the ball oh, down the football field. Uh, and Frank's arm is way better than what it was when I first started with him. But Frank, Frank just has 44 games versus Eddie's now got one. And that's the biggest difference. And when you, when you say how do you call a game, it's not so much uh, the scheme – uh, obviously, Frank is one of the best athletes in the country, so you're going you're gonna to allow Frank to run a little more. But Frank kind of chooses that on his own. I don't have a lot of design run for Frank because I know he's going to do that naturally, and I don't want the ne- unnecessary hits on Frank. Um, now, when the games get later in the year, we would run Frank differently because you're getting closer to the end of the year. Uh, but that would be the biggest difference is just uh, Eddie's only started one game and Frank's played 44 to 46, whatever that number mm-hmm. is. Uh, give us, a, I mean, I guess the best you can. Uh, speaking of your receiver, we'll talk about Frank and his recovery, but how is Clark? <laughs> you know, he's getting better every week. Um, it's just one of those kind of deals. I, I just The mental side of the re- recovery? Is it the mental side of the recovery we're dealing with now? Well, it's just, it's just hard to put him out there in these non-conference games when I know he's not all the way ready. Right. And it's a fine line because you don't want to protect him so much if he's not ready for conference. Um, but at the same time, you want to get into conference. So I'm really struggling with what to do there. I'm leaning a lot on my, my trainers and JT, how he feels. Uh, he's just not quite ready yet. Well, you got Tennessee just around the corner. Would you rather face a team that just got pantsed or had just taken a team down by 60? Oh, you always want to play the team that won by 60. Yeah. We're, we're men. <laughs> we're, we're ignorant. We're dumb people, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, totally. You give a man a week of everybody telling him how great he is, we actually believe that nonsense. You you give a man a week of everybody telling him how bad he is, the competitor in you comes out that next week, right? So everybody in Tennessee is getting told how bad they are. Their mm-hmm. media is crushing them. Our media is down here crushing except for you two guys. But everybody else, I'm sure, is crushing <laughs> us. Uh, so you're going to have two angry teams playing each other Saturday in Knoxville. How do you – like, you know, you're going – that's a – Different. I mean, y'all just went to UT last year. Obviously, you went to Derrick, but now you're going in down to the heart into the SEC. What does that do for you and your team? How do y'all approach going into a stadium that size and playing a team like Tennessee? Well, it's just the noise. It's deafening. You know, it's it's hard just to communicate. Motion shifts. Uh, it's just it's it's like the Alamo Dome. We have the same home field advantage. It's very hard right. opposing team coming here and communicate. Uh, and our crowd has been just absolutely fantastic. For, you know, to, to get 50,000 or whatever that number, I'm mm. sorry, whatever that number was, the first game yeah. 
and then turn right back around on a Friday night and get 27,000, uh, that was pretty special. And I, I have a feeling if we'd have been on a Saturday, we'd been back up to 35 or 40 again. So it's just deafening the noise. And, but more than that, it's just your, the, you know, you have so many five-star and four-star athletes out there. They're all so long. They're so athletic. That quarterback can throw the ball 85 yards in the air. They've got two receivers that are NFL projects. they got two NFL running backs, probably five defensive players that are NFL guys. It's just freaky talent uh, in a part of the country where football is very important. Well, you know, a couple of years ago, you rolled into Illinois, and they were, we were looking at a big old Big Ten school, and you guys just trying to figure your way, and you went and you surprised somebody, and you've done that the last couple of years. You no longer are in a place to surprise folks. Uh, when you come in next week, what's the expect? How's Frank doing? Do you think you'll have him on Saturday? Um, you know, it's just going to be day to day. I mean, just we got to get him right. He can't be going to conference play hobbling. Uh, if I feel like he's, you know close to 100%, then we'll put him out there. If not, uh, we'll roll with Eddie Lee. We, we want to see Owen play as well, McCowan. Uh, we planned on him playing uh, Friday. Uh, we didn't know we were only going to have 50 snaps, but we've been averaging about 88 snaps in the game. We had 92 against Texas State, but we just couldn't get the ball back. I mean, you know, Army had the ball for 45 minutes. They had zero turnovers and zero penalties. That's it was crazy. an amazing plan and great execution. So we couldn't get our offense out there very much. Uh, so uh, we'll see how Frank is. I would. It's just going to be what he looks like tomorrow in practice. Did you, did you just say that you were considering starting Owen or playing Owen on the road in Knoxville? We'd like to play both our quarterbacks wow. before we get to conference play. That's uh, trust. Uh, you you got to know. Yeah, he's a good football player. Uh, we've got two really good quarterbacks in there. And uh, so we're going to be fine. Uh, but we've got to get them out there so they can play. There's nothing like playing the game. And you need you need to get some snaps out there, both of them. And that was the plan Friday. We just it just couldn't happen. We did we only had the ball two snaps in the first quarter or four or wow. something like that. And now, you know, the fumble of the second, yeah. second play on offense, uh, the fumble. It, it was just the perfect storm, and it was so frustrating. It's just it was literally so frustrating. We just could not get out of our own way. Now I mean, we talked about uh, Frank. We talked about your receiver, but, you know, the not-so-sexy positions matter, especially when you're going into Tennessee as far as your depth. How is your right guard? Where are you looking at right tackle and your center? Those The things that we miss as fans, but, of course, y'all know in that locker room. What What's the update on the injuries on the not-so-sexy guys but that you, that you definitely need in the trenches? Right. Well, it's unfortunate for Makai Hart. You know, he missed the entire season last year. Right. Uh and then he comes back this year and he has another injury like he did. Uh, he'll be out at least six more weeks. Uh, right guard, T. Haynes, he tried to play in the game. Uh, he might have got ten snaps in the game. I think he'll be better this week. Uh, I would say he's progressing in the right way. Uh, but our right guard played really well. Corey uh, played really well. He, you know, he got so excited on the first touchdown. <laughs> off the field, and it took him about 100 years to get back out to the next point. <laughs> So we had to take him to play a game. I mean, Corey weighs about three sixty. So when you forget him off the field, and then you got to turn around, and run back, get that oxygen, like coach. Turning a battleship. We got to get y'all some oxygen tanks over there, coach. <laughs> so now, he'll, now when we score, we hope he remembers to stay out there. Uh, and our center, Luke Lopez, uh, his first time to start at center, he played well. Yeah. But we moved Ernesto to right tackle to replace Mackay, which forced the new center. So those guys played well up front. We gave up one sack the entire ball game. On the drive to win the game, third down and seven, we have a dig that comes wide open, and Eddie's stepping right into the throw, and we give the, our only sack of the game. 
we give it up. And it just, I'm telling you, I promise you I'm not living a bad life at home right now, but it looks like the head coach of the Roadrunners is a bad life with a bad love. We got something right now. Uh, coach, you know, don't get a fix. You know, some game, in my experience, and certainly there's some games you get beat and some games you lose. Did you get beat or did you lose? No, they beat us. Yeah. We, so, we, we did not play bad. There's no shame in that. There, we, we, we gave up the double pass. We, we busted the coverage on the four verticals. Those two plays were haunting. And that quarterback, who's from Texas, that played at Army, he played his tail off. I Did mean, right. he, he played at a level that we've never seen him play at. And, and that's, the, that's the great thing about playing the Army. They feel very comfortable coming to Military City USA. This is like yes. their home away from home. Yes. And it's, it's a tough game to play when you're the head coach of the Roadrunners. It, it's just a very tough game. Uh, but they're a unbelievable. Jeff Munkin does a great job and those kids. They deserve it. I just hate it. It was at the the sadness of my own players and my coaching staff in my city uh, for their joy. Coach Jeff Trailer, your UTSA Roadrunners heading up to Knoxville. They're going to need you this week. Hey, Coach, we as always, we bid you a good week of practice and good health and uh, uh, good luck this weekend, and we'll talk to you next Monday. Yeah, we're sorry. We really are. That nope. was a huge loss. Uh, we don't right, like Coach. losing at home is tough, man, and I, I really am. It, it crushes me, and uh, I hope everybody feels that, and, and we'll bounce back. Thank you all so much. God bless and birds up.